0: Sure. -You're bringing me down, man. <laughs> All right ho
1: You are invited to the Desert Island Society.
0: and that's on purpose we're gonna say yeah all right (laughs) definitely so you were supposed to sing the song as the pre as like the intro (laughs) i have been like trying to catch you doing it for weeks and i like here it was what song i'm not doing this with you no you already blew the spot
1: what's what song
0: so anyway hi everybody i'm xander i'm madeline and we want to welcome you to this special thanksgiving episode of desert island society i would like to take a second and apologize again i know we're having a little bit of difficulty with the consistency of like when we're releasing the episodes i'm working crazy hours yeah. i got promoted at work which like woohoo Woo. yay for me but it's meant that i haven't had the same amount of free time necessary to edit these episodes and to really get them the way that we want them. And I think it's really important to both of us to release a a quality product.
1: Yeah. We also haven't been free at the same time very often recently, which makes it difficult to do a podcast together.
0: Definitely. So this one is going to come out a day late. You can spare me the text messages about it. I am aware it is on the way. I am telling you now, even though you won't know until after you've texted me about it.
1: I'll, there's a 50% chance I'll tweet about it today or tomorrow.
0: Yeah. You, you've been really all over the Twitter. <laughs> what with me tweeting out where the episodes come out.
1: I have been tweeting. You just tweeted about the last one.
0: And the one before that. No, I did the one before that. Uh-huh. Anyway. So, for the special Thanksgiving episode, we wanted to talk about some of our favorite Thanksgiving foods.
1: Two food episodes in a row. You guys are so lucky. Food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are slowly transitioning into the desserts island society.
1: That was funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: love desserts. <laughs> so I wanted just to, to do some very brief rules, uh, and I actually don't really have any rules for this one. The only thing I wanted to say is that we were gonna cut down from five to three for this episode because Thanksgiving foods tend to be like you know there's Same, a there's yeah. a lot of classic ones and we didn't want to be like, oh that was on my list. Oh that was on my list too. So we are trying to avoid that.
1: Also this will be a good little short little episode that you can listen to as a reprieve if your family is bugging you and you need some time away or you just want to hear some friendly voices, you can pop this on, laugh about mashed potatoes, go on with your day.
0: And I would like to say, because food episodes make me get political.
1: <laughs> they do. <laughs> Maybe you should get your political tyrant so out of the way now. So up top,
0: I just want to say to those people, to our friends who are having difficulty with family, treating you right on Thanksgiving because of whatever the reasons might be, I want you to know that you're loved. We love you. You're always welcome at our table, no matter where you are in the world. And... If you are sitting at a table this Thanksgiving with somebody who believes backwards and fucked up things, tell them off, man. Fuck them. Stop preserving these bullshit relationships and letting people talk down to you about you or to and about other people. I said it on Facebook the other day, and I really, I really do believe it that family does not trump human rights. Like, if your family doesn't believe in the basic humanity of other people, fuck them. So in conclusion, maybe sometimes don't let your family say mean things, but if you want to let them say mean things, let them because happiness is super important and everybody should be nice to each other and go black Friday shopping or don't. I kind of think you shouldn't please don't do that thing where you're like, Oh, it sucks. You have to work today. If you're the reason they have to work today, it's really super annoying. It used to drive me nuts when I worked at the gas station. It drove me super duper nuts when I worked at GameStop which was a terrible thing and gamestop is a terrible company and i am going to watch them burn and die with joy that will keep me warm many a christmas night and it's one of the things i'm most thankful for anyway we are talking about thanksgiving dishes we can't do without you have one several a few
1: i do like food
0: food Food, such as.
1: Food, I think the number one thing you can't have Thanksgiving without is the stuffing. The or dressing, as some people call it.
0: Wrong people.
1: Well, I found out you're supposed to call it stuffing if it's actually stuffed in the turkey and dressing if it's not. But a, dressing is a weird word, so we're going to say stuffing from now, from this point forward. When I say stuffing, I mean it either way.
0: And I'm ready to. to- engage in fisticuffs with someone over this.
1: Oh, that's a very like uh, fancy version of your well, catchphrase. I'm, I'm
0: getting dressed up because it's <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner time. And so like I am ready to debate what they call I think in Harry Potter they call it muggle dueling. <laughs> I'm ready to engage in muggle dueling with anyone who uh who wants to get into like this obnoxious dressing stuffing argument.
1: But I think stuffing is so delicious, and it's something that you don't, like you just you can't really have it any other time of year. It's it's a it's a pretty Thanksgiving specific food. Which is really food. too bad. I know, cause it's so good. And I specifically would like to say I like the kind that's like crumbly. I really don't like it when people make the stuffing that's like one solid sheet. You know what I'm talking about?
0: I don't know. I like it when it's really sticky and all like.
1: No like in like like in a baking sheet, no. just like you cut it like a cake. No, that I've seen people who make something like that and I don't like
0: it. Stuffing is the most delicious thing that comes out of anything's butt <laughs> that I've ever eaten. Like
1: I do have to say my favorite is um, this stuffing that my mom makes, which she started making for Parker. I think he requested it and it has become like one of my favorite things ever, which is a cornbread sweet potato sausage stuffing. And here's the thing about this stuffing. It tastes good no matter how you make it. If you make it with veggie sausage, it's delicious. If you make it with meat sausage, it's delicious. It's just the most fall thing ever with the cornbread and the sweet potatoes and the sausage. And it's, like, very comforting. And it is my favorite thing. I could eat, like, the whole thing.
0: See, as you are well aware, in my family there are several kinds of, like, we, we are stuffing connoisseurs. Yeah. So my mom makes the stuffing with like the fruit in it that's really good, and I don't care. I know people are like, oh, it's stupid to put apples in stuffing. No, it's stupid not to put apples. in yeah, stuffing. Yeah,
1: your mom's stuffing is like an app. It's like a very traditional like thing. apple cranberry. Apples, cranberries, and like celery, which I'm not usually a fan of but celery, she but does hers it really well bad. Yeah, I made it. La- I made two kinds of stuffing last year for Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: So stuffing is really yes, it would definitely be on my on my list. I know that like there was a buffet restaurant in. Colombia, where we used to live, where you could get stuffing all year. Where? It was Golden Corral, so like oh, it was really good, but you definitely would get food poisoning if you I went there. I would never go there. Oh yeah, it's great because you like it. It is the only place on earth where you are one hundred percent guaranteed to get sick if you eat there.
1: Although I did eat at that Chinese buffet or like that Asian buffet across the street from the Golden Corral, and I ate a piece of sushi there once, and I was like, the fact that I didn't get food poisoning is a miracle. <laughs>
0: Well, it's like that one that we used to be where the where the steak that steakhouse went. There used to be a like a, a Chinese buffet there and you remember we went there once and we both got like mad sick. Very ill. Because buffets are just like unsanitary they in are. general. Like it's just bad, especially in the middle of the country where the fat oblong dinosaurs that roam the Midwest sneeze slobber and sneeze all over everything. But you could get stuff in there all year
1: stuffing is good and like i said if i were to have to like give up every other thanksgiving food i would just eat stuffing
0: so my first pick is also like that it's like the the number one most important thing to me and and fortunately you can have it all year which is mashed potatoes like i have to have the mashed potatoes it's the most important thing Apparently mashed potatoes are very funny to you, or you've never heard of these mashed potatoes. What's a
1: mashed potato?
0: So, it's a dance, I think. <laughs>
1: um, Based on a monster mash.
0: Yeah, it's like a monster mash rip-off dance. Um, he says it in that song, it's one of the dances he lists. Yeah. Um, I think it's just that and the twist actually
1: no because we talked about this in our episode the Rash is based off the mashed potato dance
0: no i mean there's another (laughs) song where he's like do you love me now that i can dance but he's like Uh, i can mash potato i can do the twist oh
1: that song do you love me yeah that's the one do you love me do you love me do you love
0: me you know what my favorite part of this is
1: do you love me
0: do you love me? keep going you don't know that I'm gonna cut that and turn it into a button. <laughs> yeah, you know it's true.
1: Now that I can dance. I'm doing
0: it. That's gonna be <laughs> Stay tuned next time for the Do You Love Me buttons <laughs> inauguration. So mashed potatoes is very important to me. Um
1: Are you pro or anti gravy?
0: I am so pro gravy it's not even funny.
1: Are you a gravy do you make a
0: yeah, you make a, a circle little in the divid. middle,
1: or are you like just pour it all over. Oh.
0: We are civilized beings, <laughs> uh, barring some kind of catastrophe that wipes out our ability to write and use opposable thumbs. You're supposed to use the spoon to push down to make a little lake like a volcano, and you pour the gravy, in and the gravy runs on the side.
1: No, I don't like it when it does that. I like to make mine perfectly filled just to the top where it doesn't overflow. And then you kind of just circle around it. You eat the top little bit by little bit, never letting the gravy escape like the game Wet Tricks. And you just eat it until you get to a flat thing and it never escapes.
0: Damn Not it. possible. That's It is possible. Wrong. I
1: do it all the time. No.
0: You got... You, you gotta make it into a volcano. No. So that the stuff runs down the side. I don't... You are so fucked up. Mine's girl. not
1: really a volcano. It's more of like a lake.
0: Yeah, a lake that like... Due to... what, Like strip mining then collapses. <laughs> and, no, I, Piranhas. I, piranhas?
1: Yeah, that's why it collapses.
0: How could piranhas collapse a lake?
1: Because they come... Haven't you ever seen Piranha 3D? The piranhas are in the earth deep, deep <laughs> below the lake. <laughs> There's an earthquake, I think. Uh, an earthquake or-
0: caused by the piranhas? Yeah. Out, I mean, of the, out of the piranhas caused an earthquake. They're psychic. You know what? <laughs> I am not going... The
1: piranhas swim up from the middle of the earth, and they eat all the people in the lake, and then they make the water slowly drain into the center of the earth.
0: I don't have time to explain <laughs> all of the things wrong with what you just said, <laughs> so I won't. Gravy, big proponent of gravy. One, in f- fun fact: one of the very first times, I think it was the very first time we had dinner with my dad at his house, because my you they, and your mom, my mom and I. Yeah, well, he she had had dinner. I just didn't with know if you meant me,
1: we, you and me, no, my or mom and I, you and your mom.
0: Way back in the olden days. When I was a wee boy with, with a rat tail. Um, you had a rat tail? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I think I've seen a picture. Of Dude,
0: I had rat the tail. most bitchin' mullet, too. Like,
1: I, I'm gonna have your mom send me a picture of you with a rat tail, Dude, and I'm gonna post it on our Facebook 94 page.
0: 94 Xander was so sexy. Look at that.
1: You can't see your rat tail you in that. You can. Picture. Look right
0: there. You see that? That's my rat oh, tail.
1: Oh, a little bit.
0: Yeah, buddy. And those sandals (laughs) I keep that picture on my desk So I never forget Where
1: you came from That
0: I looked fly as fuck once (laughs) In my Double XL Carnegie Mellon University t-shirt And open sandals With a rat tail Like kids today Everything there At a boutique in LA Would cost like $3,000 True To look as fucking fly As I did In Carney Or wherever the hell we are In that picture
1: I found a kid's shirt the other day. That was three hundred and fifty dollars.
0: You know, I found an immortal shirt at that wasteland Mm -hmm. store, and it was like, yeah, it was like eighty five dollars. And I'm thinking, I have an immortal shirt that's so ugly, I won't wear it. (laughs) Do they buy these shirts? Because I got mad black metal shirts. Yeah, just
1: put some holes in the collar and then sell it to them.
0: I'll let them. I'll be like, this is a project. It's like a DIY. Fuck this shirt up yourself. No I would never sell that shirt I mean I not never It's not like it's like super sentimental to me But like I did buy that at that show And like I feel kind of attached to it Even though it's ugly as shit I'll never wear it It's like a memento Yeah We were having dinner With my dad in the In the 90s Mid 90s And I'll never forget That my dad You know my dad can cook Yes And he was trying to impress My mom Who was very good looking In the 90s I mean, still very lovely. But, like, my mom is a catch.
1: Yeah. She is a catch. Like, and, and this was probably before your dad's salad phase. That no, never this ended. is bad. Yeah.
0: This is so, like, they are at their peak. My dad is, like, this awesome, like, long-haired, bearded college professor, like, kind of wild man. And my mom's, like, super cool, like, very of the world. And, Going
1: skydiving with people.
0: Yeah, she's this, like, super interesting lady. And, like, he's really into my mom. Still is. They're, they have a lovely relationship. But he's trying to woo my mom. You know, sweep her off her feet a little bit. So he cooks this fantastic dinner. This mashed potatoes. And, like, some amazing roast. And, yeah, it's a bunch of, like, a beaut- I'm sure the wine was amazing. I didn't get to have it. <laughs> um, but you know he brought out the good wine.
1: I'm sure he did.
0: And it was, like, some French dish and the whole thing was very you know fancy and cool we we drank out of crystal goblets the china had gold rimming i mean like my dad went all out same table though it was the same dining room table that you've eaten at. really he's had that table forever wow so we we're getting there and he we serves it and he serves this beautiful meal and like because i am a dickhead the only thing i said after this amazing thing was where is the gravy
1: <laughs> did he have for any for mashed
0: potatoes no because he didn't like gravy mashed <laughs> so he didn't make any but to this day he makes gravy and every time he does he's, he's like well you know I heard once Aw, that's you know? cute so he always makes gravy for me which I think is really nice that is nice so mashed potatoes to me that's the memory I attach to them and I uh, I gotta have them it's like the most important thing to me the saddest Thanksgiving of my life I worked at the shithole gas station that I was working at. And you were in St. Louis, and I trudged back to your empty apartment, and I made microwave mashed potatoes.
1: Like from the powder?
0: Yeah. And I ate them out of the pan. So I literally, like, if I only get one thing. That's your one thing. It's literally the only time I had no one, and I ate completely by myself because no one loved me. I ate mashed potatoes out of a pan with a spoon.
1: I feel like we started with our heavy hitters, and now where do we go from oh, here? Oh, I got
0: heavy. All my hitters are all heavy. All your
1: heavy hitters are
0: heavy? This is like fantasy. Sp- yeah, I got like-
1: but you just said that was your number one, and this was my number one. Why did We usually end with our number one?
0: Well, I mean, you started it. You went with number one, so I was like, all right, we're going big guns. Okay. But all of mine, every one of mine could be number one. Okay. No- nothing makes my top five unless it could be number one. I don't believe you. Well, let's hear. What's your number? What's your number two then? What's it?
1: My number two is a buttery roll.
0: Yeah, see, your number two is number two.
1: That's not true.
0: A buttery roll. A buttery
1: roll is.
0: Why are you leaning in like you're the the, the announcer from the Warriors? <laughs> this hey, daddy o's, buttery your- rolls out to beat the shit out of you on the subway. <laughs> Cool 95 FM.
1: Cool 95 thought, FM. Maybe we turn this into an ASMR podcast
0: where I talk about roles. And as and we, we all the know, butter, the butter drips down. In order wall. to do an ASMR, you have to whisper. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. It's like NPR. Except NPR is ASMR. <laughs> you should call it ASNPR. <laughs> because it's just somebody talking really slow. And I need to sit back and speak at a reasonable volume. They're not recording.
1: <laughs> How can we take them seriously if they don't
0: whisper? Fucking Darren Hellwich is not in a fucking library. He could talk at a reasonable goddamn volume.
1: I wish he died yesterday. Dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more brief aside about my dad. So you used to work for the concert series at the University of Missouri. Yes. And they had Arlo Guthrie, mm-hmm. who was on the Alice's Restaurant tour. Mm-hmm. And he came, my dad, big Arlo Guthrie fan.
1: Got him some good ticks.
0: So we got some, you got us some great tickets. We went to see Arlo. It was a great night. We like double dated with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. We had a really lovely evening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, not but, this is my favorite thing in the world. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to qualify. So, I fucking hate Darren Helwich who does the, who used to read the NPR stuff in Columbia. He may still, I don't know or care because he's really unbelievably bad at his job. He talks in this weird, halting, William Shatner like Cadence and interrupts the whole fucking story. So he'll just talk super goddamn slow. And like, I've been trying to listen to like like fresh air or something, and he won't shut up. And so I was, t- we were there. And
1: he was really mean to me.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. So I am talking about how I don't like him to my mom and my dad, who is hard of hearing.
1: And no, you're talking about him to your mom because I go, oh, I think that guy is Darren Hellwig
0: so he because is maybe he's wearing
1: what? a blues jersey that says Hellwidge on the back
0: at a fucking Arlo Guthrie <laughs> concert at In a, a nice the- theater. at a sit down theater. He is wearing a fucking personalized sports jersey like a plink.
1: And so I say that, and then Xander goes off on him.
0: So I'm talking a little bit of shit. All right, now I'm going. Call- I am. Np, ing <laughs> that. I am speaking pretty quiet. I'm like, mom, that's Darren Hellwedge, the biggest fucking idiot in the world. And my dad, loud as fuck in this like, crowded ass room, is like, Darren Hellwedge, I wish he died yesterday. <laughs> and I was completely inconsolable. I laughed as hard as I have yeah, ever and laughed. And then you
1: laughed as loud as he spoke, and your mom and I shared this this exchange just a look where we were like, this is the rest of our lives dealing with these maniacs. And I like
0: grabbed my dad on his shoulder, like, and we embraced in this howling, cackling laughter of like, just hatred and murder. it it's was great. literally
1: the funniest thing your dad's ever said.
0: I don't think it's the funniest thing he's ever said, but it is definitely. De- if we did an episode of the five funniest things my dad has said. makes <laughs> top five. It would definitely like... be worth... It could be number one. <laughs> like all things on my list. Uh, because that was funny as shit.
1: Anyway. I have to get
0: back to talking about the roles. Oh yeah, you're talking about roles.
1: Roles are very important. For several reasons.
0: I mean, they move in and move out. Hands up and hands down.
1: <laughs> Stop. <laughs>
0: What you going to do now? <laughs> Keep rolling. Rolling, rolling,
1: rolling. And you got to in with the homies.
0: Philosopher Frederick Durst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the rolls are important. Some people may see them as a filler food, but those people are misguided and they're not seeing the big picture. A buttery roll is a good accent food for every food on your plate. It's got that nice, fluffy texture. You don't have rolls very often in your life, you know? Like, if you think about your meal-to-meal, like a roll is amazing. It is just a carby, dense, little buttery, delicious ball. And you don't get to have rolls very often, but really where the roll truly shines is after you've had your Thanksgiving dinner, when you're feeling like you're not completely stuffed anymore. You've had the pie, you've had the coffee, but like your stomach has digested maybe about 5% of the food that's in your body, and you're like, now I must fill that 5% with something else. The roll really shines there. When you cut it open, and you spread a little mayo, a little mustard, and you put some of that leftover turkey on that roll, and you close the roll,
0: and you very quietly go into the kitchen, and you go, kind of a roll reversal on that.
1: And it's delicious. It's my favorite part of Thanksgiving, actually. Like that, I honestly prefer that to the actual meal. Is eating a little turkey sandwich with a little bit of stuffing on the side. And that's my favorite part.
0: My favorite part of Thanksgiving is when my dad says unkind. That's not my favorite part. (laughs) It makes me
1: feel very uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I will cut out of this episode. (laughs) Uh, But uh, that always makes me laugh. Yeah. Um. Roll buttered rolls really would not have made my list. Like,
1: yeah, but you can't have the epic turkey sandwich afterwards without the roll.
0: You use regular bread.
1: No, it's not worth. The, <laughs> no, take that back. First of all, if I could reach the soundboard, I would press wrong. But it's quite far away from me right now. And the last On time you purpose. touched the
0: last time you touched the fucking soundboard, you crashed the whole goddamn thing. I cannot thing. believe
1: you put that sound in there. That hurt my ears when I was listening back to the podcast. You jacked up and the people board. We're complaining to be. Nobody about it.
0: complained to yes, you. Yes, they were. It. Who complained? Name name. I'm not names. gonna narc
1: them. On them. Name name. I'm not gonna narc on them. Who
0: was it? Who are, who? Which one of y'all is out here ratting on me?
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: I don't know. Ratting is the wrong word because like I put it out, but still, yeah. it's your fault. You did it. You hit the board. I didn't do
1: that. Anyway.
0: Absolutely jostle the board.
1: Rolls are delicious. I think they're an integral part of the meal, and. That might be just because I love carbs. All
0: right, I'm going to get one more in real quick. Bread is great in a supporting role.
1: Woo! I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> but.
1: I'm just saying if I don't get a roll, heads will roll. Bad.
0: <laughs>
1: um, oh, like, I'm sorry. Your Fred Durst joke was so good.
0: It wasn't a joke, <laughs> that was a quotation. <laughs> Edited for brevity. uh, For brevity.
1: Boo. No. Wrong button.
0: Um, Man, I'm crushing it on this. So, I'm going to have a little off-the-wall one that I'm going to throw in here.
1: I swear to God, if you say Mr. Pibb, I'm going to scream.
0: Mr. Pibb. Ah! (laughs) I wasn't going to say Mr. Pibb. But I, you don't bully me. You don't tell me what to do. It's not
1: a Thanksgiving food. That's not what
0: I was going to say if okay. let me be. And it is a Thanksgiving food.
1: It's not a Bef- food. And before it's before also- he was
0: c- unceremoniously murdered by the Trump administration, the fucking Mr. Pimp was out here Carbon for America. Or yeah, with the common folk. Oh, okay. You, you
1: think a doctor is the common folk? No. He was getting his doctorate, as we already did say.
0: Yeah. He's a student. <laughs> Lots of people are students. I don't know what your anti-education agenda is coming from. And why you insist the Trump administration got to you, didn't they? I think we might have been infiltrated. <clears throat> Somebody call ASNPR. <laughs> I need them to do a story on this. No. An expose. Yeah, to expose... The right wing terrorism you're trying to propagate on this show, your anti Mr. Pib propaganda. I wasn't even going to say Mr. Pib, but that memory that I told you about, about Mr. Pib before, was from Thanksgiving. Okay, that's fair. Because that was the only time of the year that I ever got this stuff. That's nice. Because my mom rightly saw that I was a complete fucking spaz who didn't need a <laughs> bunch of sugar and caffeine. <laughs> Anyway, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted was it's really not Thanksgiving for me without those little Gougere puffs that my mom makes.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are dope.
0: Now, I understand, like Mr. Pibb, this is not a traditional white bread.
1: (laughs) Are you calling me white bread?
0: Republican. Because I
1: would like to be called White Roll, please. Or a little biscuit, as I like to be called, most.
0: We got some interesting comments on your little biscuit rhyme, by the way. <laughs> Unlike your uh, very basic traditional values, this gougère is like a little bread puff infused with cheese that my mom picked up somewhere, and I don't know. It must have she must have seen the recipe in a book or something, but. I don't even really like them. Like, they're okay. They're good. but they're Cheesy and puffy. But tuffy. the reason that they are essential to me is because my brother is a fucking fiend for the little Gougere puffs. To the point where my mom makes two batches. One for him, just for him, and one for everyone else at our parties. And she still has to hide them. Mm-hmm. Because he, like... You, if you've seen like a Christmas story where the dad is like sneaking around trying to get bites of the turkey. Like my brother is that way with the gougier. like Yeah. Like the shark from Jaws.
1: We'd have to create distractions for him like, oh, Liam, look over here. Look over here. Yeah. I need to show you something so we could pass around the ones that weren't for him.
0: I'm pretty sure she bought him the first Call of Duty Black Ops game just, just so that he away. would go downstairs long enough that <laughs> some of us could get some. So I'm I often think of that. Um, and, and there's one of those special little traditions. And I think I'm really into the, the family traditions that are like unique. I like stuff like that. Yeah, me
1: too. Well, it's something, it is interesting that I think about a lot during the Thanksgiving and Christmas season specifically, which is like things become traditions because you do them every year, but like you can start your own traditions anytime you want. And I feel like we should start a new Thanksgiving tradition. Yeah. But I don't know what we should do. I like our
0: Thanksgiving tradition. We have a family tradition that is somewhat contentious, but I really like it. She doesn't like it, so maybe we won't do it this year. No,
1: I do like it. I was saying a food tradition. I like our other tradition, But
0: too. our tradition is to... Well, and I have to tell them what it is because it sounds dirty otherwise. Like, <laughs> well, I like our tradition we And that, frankly, dear kiss. listener, is not any of your business. Um... <laughs> No, we always watch a, a Schwarzenegger movie on, on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. stemming from we had a a lovely Thanksgiving a few years ago with my friend Zasha and Evan and some other friends, I think, visited throughout the day. Yeah. And we had a lovely little meal. and I'll post a picture of it because it's one of my favorite memories of of the three of the four of us. The picture is just of the three of us because you took it. Mm-hmm. And we had a great meal, and I just felt so loved, and I felt so much warmth from everybody there. And then we sat down, and we watched Running Man, and... I love that movie. Um, True Lies or something. I don't remember. There was another, We watched two of them.
1: We watched Total Recall. That's
0: what it was. It was Total Recall and Running Man. And so, that's our tradition. If we need a food tradition, like, I, we have a Christmas pie tradition, where we have to have a pie for Christmas. I like that tradition.
1: Mm-hmm. In the Christmas quiche.
0: Yes. And the cinnamon rolls. Mm. It's a very carb-heavy day.
1: (laughs) We love carbs.
0: I had to fight somebody almost last year to get those. Oh,
1: yeah. That was so nice of you because I was super ill last Christmas.
0: I went to the Cinnabon in the Santa Clarita Mall and got into a huge argument with this lady. And then she was being super mean to the people who work at Cinnabon. And yo, here's an inside trick to get people on your side.
1: Don't be mean to them
0: freak the fuck out on people who are being mean to retail employees. So I like lit this old lady up because I don't give a fuck. You should treat people with respect. And I yelled at her and I told her she was being super rude and that it wasn't in the spirit of the holiday to scream at people for doing their job to the best of their ability. She got pissed off and stomped off without whatever she paid for. I don't know. She threw a huge fit. And I told the lady, I was like, listen, do you have, I need like, do you have any cinnamon rolls that you can give me? Because my wife, it's like super important to her. Even though, if I remember correctly, it's Lauren's job to go get the Cinnabon. <laughs> here I am at the Santa Clarita Cinnabon. It's not her
1: fault she doesn't live here.
0: I'm just saying, Lauren. I'm pretty Why sure it was you your job. Why didn't you drop ship me a
1: cinnamon roll?
0: <laughs> pretty sure it's uh, your job to get the Cinnabon. <laughs> so I was like, do you have any? You know, it's really important to my wife. She's sick. She can't get out. And they were like, we don't have any. Like, we fucking don't have any. Kid, you're you're done. And then one of the ladies was like, I think I can scratch some up. Come back in ten minutes. And she, they like,
1: that's so nice.
0: They had like some that were like ugly, and they they gave us the ugly ones. And,
1: and they still great. tasted amazing. The thing that's weird about the Cinnabon tradition for me, which is like, I think I'm the only person in my family who really cares about it. Like, every, everyone else doesn't really.
0: Take notes, Lauren.
1: <laughs> but though it was one year, the last year we were in Missouri for Christmas. Well, we actually ended up being in Nebraska bah, with your family. Bah, 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 bah. And I was like, oh, this is the first year that I'm not going to get my Cinnabon. And f- as fate would have it, we're driving back, because you had to work on the 26th. We're driving back on Christmas Day. And I didn't have my Cinnabon. We stopped to get gas. And there is an a Cinnabon inside the gas station and one single Cinnabon left. And I was like, it was like... When you see characters in like cartoons who see an oasis in the middle of the desert, I was like, no freaking way. This is a mirage.
0: It was Christmas Eve.
1: Was it Christmas Eve? I thought it was Christmas well, Day. It was that
0: Flying J right outside of Mahoney. Yeah. Um, and, and we went down there because you weren't feeling good or I wasn't feeling. We didn't go to the party, at the, the, the secondary party. Yeah. And we went down there to get something to eat and they had won.
1: And I bought it, and I was like, this is a sign from little baby Jesus himself and Santa Claus combined. They told me, continue this tradition, child.
0: And we bought the dude at the Flying J, like a $25 gift card off their little rack. And we were like, <laughs> Thank Christmas, you for bro. making
1: me this Cinnabon.
0: Sorry that life sucks. Yeah. So here's, go get a Christmas present. He was really nice. That guy was really cool. And we spent a little bit of time sitting there because you ate it right there, if I'm remembering correctly. And we kind of stood there and hung out with this guy, and it was like a really nice Christmas moment. And I remember that we talked to, you know, we we hung out and talked to that guy, and it was like, I love those interactions where you just meet somebody and you share a moment and you have like a nice memory. Yeah. And because I just talk to strangers, um, <laughs> I have a <laughs> That's lot of so those. True. I recently had the good fortune to watch a football game at a diner in Pittsburgh with some complete strangers. By the end of which we were like best friends in the whole world.
1: That's just the skill you have as a human.
0: Everybody likes football, and my mom being a Steelers fan, like I know enough about Steelers lore and football in general to make friends with football people. I'm from a football background.
1: Very true. Why
0: are you tapping me? Are you telling me? Are you playing me out?
1: No. <laughs> play me out. What does it mean? Play us out? <laughs> no, I was just lovingly. Petting you. I think you were like, evening. shut up
0: with your stupid story about Pittsburgh. No, uh, I just got
1: to introduce someone to Pittsburgh Dad today, and I hope they really enjoy it.
0: If you haven't checked out Pittsburgh Dad, you gotta go watch it. it I hate YouTube. It's one of the three fights we have in our relationship. <laughs> is that like I do not like or respect most YouTube personalities, but Pittsburgh Dad is hilarious and great. Go check him out. Uh. So anyway, that one's on the list for the memories. Because I love my brother, and it makes me think warm thoughts about him.
1: Yeah, your brother's a cutie,
0: and a po- probable felon. Um,
1: <laughs> Oops. On that note, I guess I should say my last choice. In in my mind, I'm trying to decide between two. They're both gourd related.
0: Gourd related. Yes. Well, I'm, the suspense is literally killing me. I'm dying.
1: I'm gonna have to go with.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> Flip a coin.
1: My grandma's pumpkin bread, pumpkin which bread. I think I've already mentioned in a previous edit- episode, so I won't spend too much time talking about it. But my grandma has this recipe for pumpkin bread. It's the best pumpkin bread ever. It's perfectly moist, and it has the best combination of like the nutmeg, cinnamon, clove, it is vanilla very, flavors. Very good and you it you can freeze it and still eat it and it's amazing. It tastes good with butter. It tastes good with cream cheese. It tastes good on its own. It tastes good with ham. It tastes good with everything. And I love that pumpkin bread and when I have it on Thanksgiving, it usually like signifies to me like this is the start of the fun holiday season and of like being festive and enjoying time with my family. So I love having it.
0: That's good. I like that. Yeah. Mine is also pumpkin related, and I honestly don't think that it's—it really isn't Thanksgiving for me if you don't have a pumpkin pie.
1: That's true. Well, that was my other one, right. but I knew you were gonna pick pumpkin pie, and just this pumpkin is—I think pumpkin is a, the
0: the staple.
1: Turkey and pumpkin are Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, neither
0: of us had turkey.
1: I had it on my sandwich roll.
0: So it was sort of in a supporting role. Yeah stop i don't have the fucking i love pumpkin i mean i'm like a pie connoisseur though like i know one year my uncle george wanted a cherry pie and i like had to have an apple pie and my grandma wanted to make a uh a pumpkin pie so like we had like five pies because my grandpa liked a different kind he needed a he wanted a pecan pie, or my dad wanted a pecan. Pie. So there was like fourteen pies because my grandma said, you know, if he wants an apple pie, you know, Terry, I'm gonna make him an apple pie. She'll
1: do it. If you had to rank from most Thanksgivingy and best/slash best to like least Thanksgivingy and worst between pumpkin, pecan, apple, cherry, and sweet potato.
0: Okay, so at the bottom of the list, under all of them, in the last place is sweet potato. Okay, which I don't under that I do not recognize <laughs> as a pie. Okay, uh, and I'm really pissed off that every time I go to the fucking grocery store,
1: you think it's a pumpkin pie and it's, it's a not. sweet potato pie. So,
0: for for lying for identity theft, <laughs> uh, sweet potato pie last place. Second to last place. This is a political choice, not. An actual... Oh. Uh, not based on its its seasonalness, but just based on that I hate it, is, is pecan pie.
1: You hate pecan I pie? I hate pecan huh. pie. I don't so like pecan pie either. It is
0: definitely more seasonal than the number three choice, which is cherry. cherry pie. <laughs> but cherry pie is fucking amazingly delicious.
1: Can we play cheese my cherry pie right here?
0: No. Oh. And here's why. Uh, because Jenny Jan- Lane is dead. He killed himself... Uh, Mostly out of depression spiraling from that song.
1: So I shouldn't sing it either, huh?
0: No, we should probably have, like, a moment of silence for, uh, for Jenny Lane, who, I don't think that was the sole reason, but, like, if you watch, like, the interviews that he did later about that song, like, he is very visibly angry about it, and I feel for him, and that song is pretty cool, but I do understand feeling really betrayed by it, and because that's another one of those, like, the label was, like, you have to make this single. And so they made a shitty song that they hated. Oopsies. Oops. Biggest song you ever did. So, Cherry Pie, Amazing Food. Number
1: three.
0: Uh, then Apple, then Pumpkin.
1: Pumpkin number one. And I
0: think that, you know, like, apples are super fall in general. But, like, you've seen, you've been in Nebraska City and everything. Like, dude, apples are, like, a big part of what we do there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... Apple pie was always my favorite as a kid. And I certainly like, I mean, I am haven't met an apple pie I didn't like in quite a number of years. So apple pie is definitely also important. I may sneak out tomorrow and buy an apple pie too. The thing about pumpkin pie though is it's a lot like the fucking pumpkin Oreos, which are not pumpkin flavored at all. Where it's like, I'll, I'll eat apple pie, to quote my good friend Zasha, every day of the weekend twice on Sundays. But I only I really only eat pumpkin pie from Halloween to Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. That's that is the pumpkin flavor is really relegated to that period of time because once it's past Christmas, they don't put pumpkin stuff out anymore. And it kind of makes me sad, but at the same time it's kind of one of those things that like I'm glad they kind of sequester it otherwise I think that It's like
0: what makes it special.
1: Yeah, it's special and some people should learn that about Christmas that if you keep expanding it, it will no longer be special just saying.
0: This is why I am running Halloween right up to Thanksgiving is like I'm trying to push them back yeah like I will seed back to Thanksgiving November 1 the second we push thank- we push Christmas back into December. I tend to go by the hard and fast rule that my mom set as a kid. It's the best rule, which is that the Christmas season officially starts when Santa Claus rides down the Macy's the Macy's parade. Like you can't even talk about Christmas until then. Uh Black Friday is horse shit. And on top of like the, the other thing that I only do around Thanksgiving is you have know, the pumpkin pie, but I want a like pumpkin pie sized dollop of Cool Whip. Not whipped cream, Cool. Whip. I eat Cool Whip 1 day a year. And that's it. But I will likely eat the entire tub of Cool Whip and Ew, die.
1: That's gross
0: tomorrow i'm so fucking looking forward to it i don't it's like miracle whip where it's like only good on like one kind of thing Ugh. like miracle whip is only good on white bread with like ham or bologna it's like not good with anything else it's also the only thing that makes american cheese taste good cool whip is only good when eaten when you can smell pumpkin pumpkin
1: pie. sure
0: I should hold a slice of pumpkin pie under my nose and save myself the sugar that's in it and just eat the fucking Cool Whip straight from the jar. And you're going to have lots of Cool up too, aren't you? You like Cool Whip. No, I hate it. Like you like the way that Ugh, it feels. Stop it. When it squishes between no, your teeth. No, the people the
1: hate this just as much as I do. Stop. I swear, please, stop making that noise. I hate it.
0: It's like an ASMR thing. No,
1: I don't like it. Squishing is horrible.
0: So anyway, we will be enjoying our Cool Whip together. All right, battle of the breads. What's taken (laughs) number one? It
1: has to be stuffing.
0: It has to be stuffing. Yeah.
1: But I do have something. Has bread in it? I do have something else that I needed to say, which was, The cranberry sauce, we having mashed potatoes. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Thank you for loving me. The whole world's thinking, maybe the whole world's thinking, maybe we're thinking you were thinking us mad. Pass the turkey,
0: please. Jesus Christ, you know, I tried to calm you into doing that at the beginning of the episode, but here we are interrupting the end of the episode.
1: That's where it belongs. You're
0: like a song-based terrorist. You, know, you never know when you will strike. Sometimes Little Biscuit shows up at the beginning. Sometimes here we are at the end. Uh, I'm going to pick Mashed Potatoes, which had you let me do the rest of the bit, you could have just used that as a lead-in. But not that's the, the Madeline Stanley way. Not going to let anybody lead you in. Nobody's going to give you your cue.
1: Well, you know, on Thursday, we'll... Pass the cranberry sauce. We're
0: having mashed
1: potatoes. Stop it. Anyway,
0: this has been (laughs) the special Thanksgiving (laughs) episode (laughs) of Desert Island Society. (laughs) Let us know about (laughs) your family's (laughs) special (laughs) Thanksgiving. She says the turkey looks great. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can't... The research... (laughs) Let us know. The turkey looks great. Let us know about your family traditions. What food makes it Thanksgiving for you? And, like, let's hear some excellent Thanksgiving stories. I'll share a few on our Twitter, too, of fun things that happened. Like the time that my dad hit my brother in the head with a football and my brother bled all over the street.
1: And... <laughs> is that fun? It's
0: funny to me. I don't know if it's controversial, but Chipotle <laughs> is fun. Anyway, we'll see you. When we see you next, we've got a lot of fun Christmas episodes that we'll try to get to you eventually.
1: Pass the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Thank you for loving me. The turkey looks great.